You're listening to the Pursuit of Christ podcast, where we are passionate about developing a deeper relationship with Jesus Christ by taking the truths of Scripture and applying them to everyday life. We hope that you'll be encouraged and challenged as we examine God's Word together today. Well, good morning, and welcome to our next episode of the study in the book of Proverbs today. We're going to be looking at verses uh, 29 through 35, Proverbs chapter 3, verses 29 to 35, and talking about how not to fight with your neighbors, fighting with neighbors. If you've ever had a disagreement with a neighbor, you know how frustrating that can be because, first of all, you're frustrated because they're right there. And so that fight becomes a very personal thing in your life. And then it's also a fight that it's very hard to get away from because the person lives in such close proximity to you. Sometimes fights with neighbors happen with the people that live next to us in our home, in our apartment, or in our place of residence. Other times a fight with a neighbor happens with somebody at church or somebody at work or somebody that we spend a lot of time in close proximity with. And here in Proverbs chapter 3, it talks about how we are not to fight with neighbors. And so glad that you've joined me this morning and looking forward to studying this together with you for the next few minutes. Let me begin by reading the passage of scripture that we're going to look at together here today. Proverbs chapter 3 verses 29 through 35. Devise not evil against thy neighbor seeing he dwelleth securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he have done thee no harm. Envy thou not the oppressor, and choose none of his ways. For the froward is abomination to the Lord, but his secret is with the righteous. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesseth the habitation of the just. Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. Here in these verses, Solomon, the wisest man who ever lived, is giving us some wisdom from God on how to deal with neighbors. And he challenges us. He tells us, don't devise evil against your neighbor. Don't, don't try to do harm to those that live nearby. I know when we first uh, got the building here that where our church is located, we had some neighbors that would often have big parties on Saturday night. And so on Sunday morning, our ditch out front would be full of beer cans and liquor bottles. And it was everywhere. It was a mess and it stunk and it was nasty and it was filthy. And so on Sunday morning, I would be out with my children, with the grabbers picking up all of the cans. We'd fill up sometimes half of a trash bag, like a big trash bag full of all the cans from these wild parties that would be had out in front of our church on Saturday nights. And I remember being disgusted by that, grossed out by that, having to clean up other people's mess, and sometimes even feeling very, I guess, righteously indignant about it. That here I am trying to worship the Lord and trying to help people in our community, and I'm dressed in my Sunday clothes, and I'm out here in the ditch picking up 
other people's mess from their wild party from the night before. And by the way, this was our property. And I remember my children struggling with some of the same issues. All of us were. It was not a, a fun thing to do. And as I thought about it, though, you know, part of me wanted to take all those cans and just load them up and go dump them on their car or dump them on their front step. But I realized that is not the kind of thing that being a good neighbor would do. They, they weren't being a good neighbor to me. But Proverbs here tells us, don't devise evil against your neighbor. So while I could have felt very righteous in doing this and felt justified in treating them badly because they were treating us badly, I realized instead the right thing to do was to clean up the trash, not to complain. And somebody said, well, we should put signs out here. And I said, no, I'm not even going to do that. Because by picking up the trash, it may give us the opportunity to share the gospel with somebody that otherwise would reject it. Clearly, these people don't have much regard for a church property because they're going to throw all their trash here. So let's see if we can love them and encourage them instead of just be angry with them. And the Lord had to do that work in my heart. And to be honest, still has to do that work in my heart because there are times that I just get frustrated with how people, sometimes it's even people who come to our church, how they sometimes mistreat the property here. You know, they don't take care of things. They don't clean up after themselves. And, and things happen. I'm not saying it's all the time. But when you're here every day like me, you see things that get done or dents put in walls or holes. And some of it, you know, well, it's just life. It's going to happen. But some of it, you think, boy, if they were just more careful, it, this, this wouldn't have to happen. And it's easy for me, maybe not for you, but it's easy for me in those areas to get frustrated with my neighbors and want to respond accordingly within that frustration. But here in Proverbs 3, we see that is not the right response. Defies not evil against thy neighbor, seeing he dwells securely by thee. Strive not with a man without cause, if he have done thee no harm. You say, well, they have done harm, so I'm going to fight with them. Well, let me encourage you to read on. He says, envy thou not the oppressor and choose none of his ways. So those that are oppressing you, that are doing things bad to you, don't envy them. Don't follow in their footsteps. If your way out of oppression is to oppress those who are oppressing you, you're not doing the wise thing. Rather, he tells us here that the thrower, the one who's doing wicked, the evil one, he is an abomination to the Lord. But it says his secret is with the righteous. God is blessing you who, that didn't come out very well. God is going to bless those who do right. His secret is with the righteous. Notice verse 33. The curse of the Lord is in the house of the wicked, but he blesseth the habitation of the just. Don't fight with your neighbors. Don't treat them rudely if they're treating you rudely. He says God blesses those who are just, but God curses those who walk in wickedness. You know, there's no blessing from the Lord in fighting with your neighbor. 
even if your neighbor has mistreated you. There's no blessing in coming back and yelling at them or, or dumping the beer cans on their front step or throwing them in their ditch. There's no blessing in that. The blessing of the Lord is in the habitation of the just. Notice verse 34. Surely he scorneth the scorners, but he giveth grace unto the lowly. If you'll humble yourself, if you'll serve God and serve others, love God and love others, you can and you will experience the blessing of God in your life. Well, at the same time, they will experience the judgment of God on their life. You know, I don't enjoy picking up other people's garbage. But on a Sunday morning, even after I've picked up other people's garbage and I'm in here with my church family, worshiping the Lord, singing praises to Him, preaching the truth, seeing people's lives changed and people come to Christ, I can tell you, without a shadow of a doubt, my life is far more blessed than the person who's laying in their house, hungover from the wild party that they had the night before. And it's not just because I feel better in that moment. I can see God's hand of blessing in my life in so many ways. Now, I'm not telling you, well, God just blesses me because I pick up other people's beer cans. What I'm saying is we need to be careful to not get frustrated with the wrongdoing of others. And therefore, as we get bitter about it, we do wrongdoing in return. God blesses those who will do right. It says here at the end, the wise shall inherit glory. But shame shall be the promotion of fools. The wise shall inherit glory, but shame shall be the promotion of fools. You know, yesterday we talked about the good neighbor test, doing good to others. God gave me an opportunity yesterday to do that. I was even convicted as I weighed out in my mind how to best do it. And then I realized, no, God, you've already made it clear from your word from Proverbs. You've given us to us, you've blessed us, and now we have an opportunity to be blessing a blessing to others, and we're going to do it. But today's another day, another opportunity for us to live out and try to follow the right path in the good neighbor test. But it's also a challenge to be kind and to serve others, not to argue with them and fight with them, even though you might have every right to do so. God blesses those who will be lowly, who will humble themselves. God brings encouragement and blessing to those who live righteously before him and before others. Think about it, my friend. If you're a believer, if you're a follower of Christ, live as a good neighbor to others and pray that maybe as you are a good neighbor, you can continue to look for opportunities to share the gospel of Christ. You know, through, I talked about picking up other people's beer cans. Through that, God has given me a, a number of opportunities to share the gospel that I can guarantee you I would not have had had I thrown a big fit, had I thrown those cans on the neighbor's doorstep or dumped them in their ditch, you know, in time. And we still get a, a, a beer can or two from time to time. But it really has stopped being an issue actually a couple of years ago now. When one Sunday morning, as I was out there 
picking up beer cans, a man who was still hungover came stumbling out of his apartment next door and began to apologize profusely to me and to my children as he saw us cleaning up their mess. Oh, I'm so sorry, Pastor. And he began to clean up the mess. And you know, that was it, there were still some issues after that, but it got better and better and better to where today it's we'll have one or two, but it's it's very little mess anymore to clean up. You know, being a good neighbor, I do believe, while it does feel frustrating at times, you feel like they're just running over you, God blesses those who will do right and those who will humble themselves before the Lord. Let's pray this morning. We've been praying for a lady in our church, Miss Sandra, and I, I'm thankful to report that she was able to come back from the hospital, but she wasn't able to be home by herself yet. And so some sweet folks in our church uh, picked her up and took her back to their house and they're caring for her right now. And I'm so thankful that God has supplied people like this to minister to one another in the body of Christ. And so let's keep praying for Sandra for her healing. And um, thank you for joining me here this morning. Again, if you have prayer requests, please share them. Let me know you're listening. A number of you have commented and where you're watching from. And we'd love to, I just love to keep in tra keep track of who's here. And so I can better pray for you. And let's go to the Lord now. Lord, we love you. Thank you for this day. And I pray that you'd bless us as we seek to follow you. Help us to be the good neighbors that you want us to be. Help us to realize that we can be kind and loving and forgiving even when people oppress us because you love us, Lord. Help us not to oppress back, but instead respond with meekness and humility. Lord, we love you and thank you for this day. I pray for Sandra, strengthen her body. Thank you for Joe and Sachiko who are helping to care for her. Lord, thank you for providing for these needs. In Jesus' name, amen. Take time to share this with somebody else. Be a good neighbor and encourage somebody with the word today. God bless, and I'll see you here tomorrow morning. Lord willing.